The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. What's going on, guys? Eric Sablon with Burnt Phone Marketing. And again, I'm super excited. The talent that keeps coming onto the show is phenomenal. I've got a guy out of South Carolina. He's a fitness coach. He's a podcaster, so you know he's kind of dear to my heart. He's a speaker, health and fitness fanatic. He's the founder of Healthy Living Sessions, which is a spin on his name. So please welcome Philip Sessions to the show. Philip, welcome to the show, man. Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be on here and answer whatever questions you got for me. Just really excited. It's an honor to be on here. Well, I'm super fired up. So I'm actually just going to get started right into the interview. So a little bit about your backstory on how you got into the fitness space and, you know, a little bit about what you do. Tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got there. All right. Well, just to kind of be upfront, transparent, whatever, I am still just doing this part-time working to transition into full-time. So I'm an engineer for BMW currently. And so that's my full-time gig and doing this on the side. But to back up to where I was at, with, or how I got started in the fitness industry, you know, going, growing up, you know, I always wanted to be kind of bigger. I was always felt like I was a smaller guy. And then, of course, I started working out when I went to college. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have more time, even though I went to engineering school. So focused a little too much on the gym. But, you know, I, I just started showing my love. But like most guys, I got started with going to the gym for the ladies, which <laughs> – it turned out not to be that way. Uh, turned out I got more attention from guys, whether it was, you know, straight or gay, you know, but I got more attention from the guys either way. And so it didn't quite work out right. But after a while, you know, I started getting a little bit bigger, stronger and everything. And that's what I wanted. But then I fell in love with the, the sport of bodybuilding and really just sculpting the body and really just trying new things, whether it be new workouts, whether it be new nutrition plans, whatever, and just fell in love with that. And it just kind of was a natural progression as I fell in love with it more and got to know more things. People start asking questions. And I thought, you know what, I love this so much. I know it's so important. Why am I not trying to monetize this? Some, mm -hmm. you know, because people ask me questions all the time and I'm helping them out a bunch and I'm not getting anything in return because a lot of times it just, it really kind of breaks my heart because they're not trying. And a lot of that has to do, I think, with the fact that it's just free information. That's what a lot of people do when they get free information. They're like, oh, cool. Maybe they apply a little bit of it, but they don't really apply at all. So, you know, if I'm going to put this time and heart and effort into it, I want to get rewarded for it too, you know? And, and of course I want to help people grand scheme of things. So I'm definitely giving out free content. So it's not like 
every single thing I say is, you know, going to be charged. Although I'm getting paid for this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's really what happened. You know, fell, fell in, I guess, want to do it for women, fell in love with it. And now I want to teach other people how to do it. And so that's why I started the business. That's cool because, you know, I've always learned that if you don't have skin in the game, you don't really take it seriously. And it doesn't matter what it is because most of them, most people, if you don't like, if, if something doesn't hurt enough, like either time or money, then they don't take it seriously. And, mm. you know, monetizing on it and, you know, teaching them what to do and giving them an accountability that make that, that actually helps people a lot more than you, than you think. So I'm actually going to jump a little bit farther into another question that I had. So, because it kind of ties into what we're talking about. So on your Facebook page, you actually had a post or a comment that you wrote that had some massive, massive uh, interactions. And uh, I just kind of want to flip it over on you. And um, it basically says, what was, has been the catalyst of change in your life around becoming healthy? And as a fitness professional, as a fitness, aspiring fitness professional, how did you do that? So for me, like I said, it started out first, the catalyst was, well, I want to get in a relationship. So that was the big thing to get me going. But after a while, I was just falling in love with it and really sculpting my body. But now that I've gotten married and, you know, got married back in November, I, my, my now catalyst is for my future kids, you mm -hmm. know, for my son and my daughter. I want, I want to be in great shape. Because I remember growing up, probably one of the, the funnest memories I can really think of of my dad was when we run from the barn to the house, which maybe was like 300 feet or something, wasn't very far. But I remember, and he was never in great shape, but when we were younger, you know, he could race us and beat us. So, man, he'd just get those long legs running and we're, you know, running, trying to keep up with him. And that was always just so fun because he'd do it every once in a while. And I just thought that was so wonderful. And I want to be able to do that with my kids. I see so many parents that, you know, they, they can't do it with their kids because they're so out of shape. Right. And man, I just, it just breaks my heart to see that. And I don't want that to be me. So that's really my catalyst now to keep going. And, and of course, looking good for my wife. I want to stay looking good for her. Uh, but, you know, really those kids, uh, future kids are the driving force as well. Okay. Well, congratulations on your new, new marriage. I actually, in, November, in October, I just, celebrated my 10 year anniversary. So I was married for my wife for 10 years. Um, nice. But yeah, and, and I always listen, I always, I read a book one time and it really like what you're saying, it drives me because it says a good man who eats an inheritance to his children's children. And what's mm. cool about that is I, I have a couple grandbabies. So literally what you're doing is you're kind of planting the seed for your children's children. Even it doesn't have to be monetary, but it can be a mindset that literally will help them stay, stay healthy. Because what, what you're teaching them now, or what you're going to teach them is, you know, like you said, that was one of the, that was a turning point in your life running from the barn to the house. I mean, that, like you remember that that's fond memories mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. And you're going to do it with your kids. Might oh, be yeah. Farther. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm actually going to talk a little about your business. So in, and I didn't know that you worked for BMW. That's awesome. We have a BMW. So 
that's super cool. So nice. South Carolina plant. So that's the one that was doing the Z's and now they're doing something else, right? Yeah, they, they started out with the uh, I-330, something like that, like back in 1990-something. Uh-huh. And then they, they went to the Z4 for a bit. And now we do the X1, X3, I believe. I can, I can never remember. We call it we call them different things. Uh, <laughs> and then the X5, 6, and 7. Oh, wow. So you got, all of got the, you got all of the Alaska cars. <laughs> yeah, all, all the SUVs pretty much, you know, besides like the X2 and 4. Right. So, cool. but we're, we're talking about adding two more models here in the next two years. So, okay. Yeah. Well, now so I know we're, we're like the SUV there's plant. some extra stuff, extra info I need to get a hold of. <laughs> uh, no, we can't share too much of that. But I mean, there's you know, it's been released about the new models coming. I'm not going to say which ones. Right. I don't know how much we can and can't release. That's cool. Uh, That's cool. <laughs> so um, in your business, uh, what's the goal for your clients? And what does your dream client look like? Just so that way the audience is like, that's me. I want to jump on board. And with what's going on right now, you know, a lot of people are going virtual. So you could land a couple of clients virtually through here. Yeah. Yeah. So actually that's, that's my focus is to stay strictly online. Okay. You know, not to say that I, I wouldn't help somebody out in person if they were local, you know, or if they really wanted to pay me to go fly out to them, like, Hey, <laughs> they would make a vacation out of it. But yeah, I want to stick with online to the virtuals where I really think it's that. And actually I, I released a podcast with a, another guy here locally we talk about the differences between online and in-person training. And okay. so just kind of depending on where you're at is what you would really want to go with. But yeah, that's uh, you know, for another time to talk about. Right. But my goal, you know, obviously there's a physical, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that, that may have to give and everybody wants to get the physical. But for me, I want to teach people to be able to have a lifestyle behind it because, right. you know, especially me doing bodybuilding shows and stuff and seeing all these other coaches they're like, oh, you got to eat chicken and rice, chicken and rice, you know, maybe some veggies in there. And like, that's all you can have. And I don't think that's, that's the truth. And especially if you're just starting out and you've been eating, you know, you're really overweight, you're actually in a good spot because your calories are super high. And mm -hmm. so you can cut just a little bit and start losing weight. You don't have to go from five or 6,000 calories down to a thousand calories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'll lose a bunch of weight, but it's not sustainable. So, you know, I'd bump that down like 500 calories and, and really get you going. So, you know, I look at it kind of like as a budget. And so a, a lot of this, I correlate to mindset and discipline. And, and that's what I teach more is about the mindset and discipline behind it all and, and the why behind it. Like, why are we eating this way? Why are we working out this way? You know, what is your goal? What's your big why? Kind of going back to the catalyst question, you mm -hmm. know, what is your actual why? Because being in good shape only lasts so long. I mean, look, when I first started working out, I wanted to look better for women and that completely changed here 10 years later. It's like nothing to do with women. I mean, obviously I've got a wife now, so I don't, you know, need to worry so right. to say about that, about picking up someone, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, so it's about teaching that mindset and discipline and that that's more so what I do. Of course I do the nutrition and workout plans, but you're really teaching that mindset behind it and educating the clients on it so that they they can make a wise decision when it comes to going out to eat and don't feel like well I'm on this diet I'm working out with Philip and, and I can't go out to eat like at the beginning we're probably going to make it pretty strict but 
after a while and I teach you, then it's like, okay, you know, we're going to, we're going to work together and work on things. I still right. like to do kind of like the 80% rule five mm -hmm. days during the week. Like we're on point, we're, you know, hitting the, all the macros, which is, you know, uh, carbs, fats, and proteins. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, Sunday, you know, usually just one meal I like to do, but just depending on where you're at and, you know, what your lifestyle is, I might not be that strict. You know, now if you're going for a bodybuilding competition, totally different story. Exactly. You're on top of it 100%. We're not, we're not deviating from a plan. So it all just depends on the person. But yeah, education, mindset, discipline is really what I try to teach through my programs. You know, one thing that I've noticed, what I noticed when you were talking was it's, it's not just about like, here's the diet and here's, here's, um, here's the workout program. You, mentally you're working with them ahead of time so that way you're laying a good foundation so it's like when again about the money when they put the buy-in there and they have the tools and the necessary skill set to make those decisions on their own without a coach whipping them and saying oh you did this you did that that is that what that's what makes the difference and I think that's why all of your your most of your clients succeed because you build that good foundation right off the bat for them to elevate into the next levels and the next levels and the next levels. Yeah, exactly. Cause you know, fitness goes into all areas of life to me, you know, that's to me is the foundation of everything because if you're, if you're not in good shape, you start having poor health and mm -hmm. when you have poor health, you can't go to work. You mm -hmm. can't be with your family. You're, you're, then you have to be focused on yourself. You know, a lot of people think that fitness, going to the gym, eating healthy is a selfish thing. To me, it's selfless because right you're taking care of yourself up front in order to be able to take care of others later on. Later on. Plus, if you don't worry about your health at all, when you're 50, 60, 70 years old, you're always in the hospital. You're mm -hmm. on all these medications. You're spending all this money for medical things when you could have spent a little bit more on your health up front and not had to worry about that and not burden your family with all those things. So right. to me, it's a selfless thing, kind of the, you know, oxygen mask on the airplane. When they tell you when the oxygen mask drop down, who do you put on first? Your own. And then you help somebody else. Right. If you're passed out, you ain't helping nobody. <laughs> so. That's true. <laughs> so you said you had a podcast and I'm, that's super cool. I'm super fired up. And so I just want to kind of ask you because a lot of people want to start a podcast. In fact, this is my, tomorrow is 365 days that I've actually been running podcast consistently. Awesome. Um, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it, it's been, it's been, it's been a fun year. It's been trying. There's been some, some good things some bad things, but the people that I'm meeting, that's totally the, the, the amount of people that I'm meeting and the level of the people that I'm meeting is phenomenal. So I'm just going to ask you, how important would you say that the podcast and creating content in your space has helped you with your marketing and your reach? So, I mean, I'll be upfront. The podcast hasn't gone like exploded or anything like I wanted to do, but there's so many podcasts out there. But for me, it's helped me one put the information I want to put out in, in a one spot that's easy mm -hmm. to share. You know, anybody can go back, you know, 10 years from now and listen to it as long as it's still up, you know, as long as iTunes is still around and, and right. podcasts and everything, you know, they can go back and look at it. But it also helps me clarify my message because I can go back and listen to myself and see where maybe I stumbled along, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So when it comes to marketing on 
a, an, another digital platform such as Facebook or Instagram or YouTube doing videos, I can speak a lot better because I've been speaking so much in a podcast and I didn't have that video here on my face, the camera on my face, looking at the camera speaking to it. And so it's just got me more comfortable with my words and how to say things. And, you know, getting feedback from people helps out a lot too. So reviews and everything are huge for podcasters and, you know, hearing what people say and what they want to hear more of and what they think about the podcast and any inputs really helps out with, you know, to help with that. So really just being to be more clear and then having a central location is what's really helped me out with the marketing on the podcast itself. That's, that's super cool. So I'm going to ask you, so I've been asked this question probably eight times in the last couple of days just because it's coming on that year. Mm -hmm. What was your biggest fear when you first launched your podcast? Uh, probably the voice, really. I mean, yeah, that's one thing. Probably, yeah, I mean, I, I really just put it off probably for about two years. You know, as I started the podcast back in December of, of 2018, oh, wow. and I started, so I'm a little over a year myself. And I put it off for about two years and somebody said, you know, I was like, well, how do you start a podcast? And he was like, just do it. I'm like, what do you mean? Just do it. You know, it's like, just do it. And you know, I'm like, okay, uh, I'll do it. And so I just launched it like the next week, mm -hmm. you know, got everything set up, launched it. And so that was really the biggest fear, just like sounding weird. And I probably still do sound weird, but I actually, uh, just finally got on iHeartRadio with my podcast. And so I was like, it, it was start playing through old podcasts. I'm like, man, I've changed a lot. Like in one year, things have really changed a lot. So, I mean, it's all about that repetition. Mm -hmm. It's like fitness. It's that muscle that you just keep using and keep using and keep using. I mean, once you water the, water the plant enough, it just keeps blowing up and blowing up. And then the muscle starts getting stronger and stronger and you start making it so much easier to, to be on these shows. So that's, that's, yeah, that's definitely what yeah, I found. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm just going to kind of ask you this. What, um, like when you first started your business, how long you've been in business for how long? So I've really started doing this about six months now, Okay. You know, like pretty much really focusing on it. I've kind of helped friends in the past and stuff, but yeah, I mean, now really trying to get on it is so, about six months. So six months ago when you started the business and you're an engineer, so I know that you like, like systems and you like things that work and stuff like that. So six months ago when you started, what would be the one thing you would have told yourself before you launched your business that would have scaled it much faster? Figure out who my, my target audience is because I kept everything so generic and, you know, really doubling down on one, maybe two social media platforms because I mean, I still post kind of the same post across several of them just to mm -hmm. have that exposure, but I'm not very specific on a certain medium because like Instagram is about like pictures and high quality images on the, on the feed where mm -hmm. Facebook is more like, Hey, we're friends and we're just talking and you don't have to be super high quality. And, and, I'm all about just kind of shooting it real quick, posting it, what my thoughts are kind of in the moment. And so Instagram is really not where my jam is at, although my industry is there. So it kind of, kind of stinks in a way, but I mean, I know there's a lot of fitness people on Facebook as well. So really figure out who my target audience is 
and which platform to kind of double down on. It, it was the biggest things that kind of held me back from really launching. So the, my buddy that just interviewed me, he, he wrote a book called For Profit on Purpose, and he talks mm -hmm. about the three avatars. So um, when we get off, I'll actually shoot that link to you. It's free. Okay. And it's a buddy of mine, and he will help you with that uh, designing your avatar. First, finding yeah. out who you are, finding out who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with, which is another big, big thing. And then mm -hmm. who you want to help scale your business. So, yeah, definitely. I'll hook you up with that. Awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So um, let's, uh, let's just ask this one. Um, what are you currently working on and where can the audience find more out about you? And I always, so always for all of my guests, I always create a landing page for them where it links to their podcast and it links to your Facebook page and some sort of offer that you're giving. So if you have like an mm -hmm. offer or a course or something, it'll be in there. It'll actually just be under um, www.burnfoammarketing.com forward slash Philip. And Philip is spelt a little bit different. It's, well, it's not different. P-H-I-L-I-P. -I -I and I'll put that in the podcast. So burnfoammarketing.com forward slash Philip. Yeah, with just one L. That's that's what makes it different. Most people yeah, see it. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, one L. Yeah, not too different, but but um what was the question? I forgot. So where can the audience find you and um what are you currently working on? So best place is gonna be Facebook okay. uh, to find me. Uh of course I have my website, healthylivingsessions.com as well. I really Need to work on that a little bit more. I've got some stuff there, but I only really update it with the, the podcast and I really need mm -hmm. to start actually putting other blog posts on there besides that. Uh, but Facebook's really the best place to reach me at. And what I'm working on right now with all this coronavirus and everybody, you know, being stuck inside is I plan on starting this coming Monday, which will be the 23rd, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just December, March 23rd. I'm going to actually start doing a live 30 minute training session. So I'm going to create a Facebook group for that. So anybody that's interested in joining, it's going to be free. Just be 30 minutes to at home, at home workouts with no equipment because I know a lot of people either don't have the money, don't have the time to go out and get stuff or can't go out and get stuff. And they really want to keep working out and all these gyms are closing. So I want to be able to give that to people. So I'm going to, you know, record all those of course, and, you know, have them live. So working out with people, you know, right then and there over zoom. And so, so what, I'll like do, I said, what I'll do for you um, on this and, and um, I'll just put it on my Facebook page and mm -hmm. there'll be a link to your Facebook uh, group. So that way they can join your group and get okay. you involved in. So yeah, we'll take care of that. That'll be no problem. So awesome. yeah. So guys, for all those people that are, are saying that the gym is closed because I know a lot of places are closed and more places could be closing down. Philip is actually offering a solution for that. So, um, you know, and it's, he said it's a, it's a free session. So jump on, check it out, see what you like. If you're sore the next day, then that's awesome. If you're not sore the next day, go again. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be five days a week, Monday through Friday for four weeks. Nice. So, yeah. Dang, that's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, cool. So that's like one o'clock. That's one o'clock Alaska time. Yeah. Um, so the, the last thing I want to ask you is, um, you're in the fitness industry, you're either on stage where you have a mic or you're basically that you're at an event 
talking to a your your bet your the audience that you want to have in front of you. There's a hundred thousand people there, and you're on stage, and you're about to leave stage. What's the one thing? What's the one phrase? The mic drop phrase that Philip Sessions has about whatever topic you're on. What is the one thing that you want everyone to remember you by all the time after you get off stage? Like as they're hmm. walking, they're turning around. It's like Philip and this one phrase, mic drop phrase. What is it? Man, I, I would, uh, I don't know if it's a, a, a one, you know, it's definitely not one word phrase. I don't know if I could just leave it at that. But one thing I always try to preach is what I call like entering the back. So okay. uh, visualization, action, consistency. So we have to visualize our goal, we have to think about it, write it down, whatever visualization ends up being for you, talking about it, then take action on that. But that action has to be every day. You have to be consistent on it. And when you do all three of those things, then you will achieve your goal. But if you only visualize about things, you only say, oh man, yeah, I want, I want to be in great shape. Okay, that's great. You, you want to be in great shape, but you're not doing anything. Well, if you eat one salad or you go to the gym one time to get in great shape, you're not going to get in great shape. But if you're consistent about thinking about exactly what your dream physique is and taking the actions necessary, both nutrition and fitness wise, consistently, you're going to get that physique you want. So enter the back. <laughs> Bro, you got to coin that phrase. You got to trademark the back. Trust me, you got to <laughs> trademark the back because that is awesome. Guys, the VAC is visualize, uh, action, and consistency. Like, there's pillars that people work off of, and he literally created a VAC pillar, which is awesome. And if you, like, that's my drop, honestly. Like, <laughs> honestly, I've been to a lot of conventions. I've been to a lot of shows. I've been to a lot of things. And just those three things, I'll remember. I'll literally remember those three things. So, man, you've got your mic drop phrase down. So, guys, <laughs> I'm super excited. This was super fun. It was fun. I'm actually going to be on his podcast next week sometime. So, um, listen for that. This will be awesome. But, guys, remember, always, always, always listen to the outro. I always give you some value. I always give you something away for free. So, always listen to the, the outro. And, um Phil, I just want to say thank you for jumping on the podcast. This was an awesome conversation. I think the audience got a lot out of it, understanding who you are, what you do, finding your, uh, your, your, your uh, avatar, and then back, man. Mic drop, no doubt. So, guys, remember, just uh, stay tuned, and we'll see you on the next edition of Burnt Phone Marketing Radio. Uh, see you soon. Are you tired of not getting Facebook interactions on your posts? Or if you do, it's people that are already on your team or people that are already in your business? Well, we've solved that problem. We created a system that helps you generate leads on autopilot, climb ranks, promote your services, sell more products, and become a leader effortlessly without spamming your friends and family ever. So take our free five-day course, go to www.burntphonebots.com and click the link and we will see you on the other side. Again, that's www.burntphonebots.com. All right, guys, see you on the training.